Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Hello and welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined, as always, by top London radio DJ and certified Japanophile, Mr. Pete Donaldson. Pete, how are you doing? Yo, Brody, how's it hanging? <laughs> That's my new hello. That's a terrifying intro. I am currently sitting in a hotel room, looking out a window over a place in Tokyo that looks kind of cool. It's called Shinbashi. Ooh. It's very businessy neighbourhood and I've got this great view of a street everyone rushing to work uh, it is 8.53 in the morning so there's still some stragglers getting into work at the moment and I've got people running around the street I've got these big apartment blocks and then I've just got this amazing tall skyscraper and it looks really epic and amazing, it's like Tokyo Well it is, it. literally Tokyo I guess isn't it? You're a little bit close right. to the fish market that shut down I hear Oh you know your way around Tokyo, mm. I'm impressed yeah, same shame about this fish market. I feel sorry for everybody that never got to go to Skiji. Mm. But you, you definitely went though, right, Pete? I went to it at like five in the morning. We had some delicious seafood and we asked the question, I think I've said it before on this podcast, we asked the question, what's fresh? And they said, everything. <laughs> Just go out to see you, idiot. <laughs> they said. Certainly did. Mm. I remember... I, they said, mmm, what? <laughs> I, um, I'm a little bit disorientated, Pete, I'm not going to lie. Ladies mm. and gentlemen, I am currently about to fly back to London. Um, it's that time of year, it's the festive season, and I don't feel very festive in, in Japan. And after cycling for just two months and being crazy and mental, working so hard, I need to go back to the UK to detox. And I've just been spent the last ten minutes fighting to fit everything into my bag it's that horrible moment before the plane ride before going to the airport when you start you struggle to stick everything in and it is eight o'clock and i've just woke up and i've had four hours sleep help me pete what do i do oh i like this chris you're all kind of delicate and i'm strong because it's the night for me and it's the morning for you and you've had no sleep and you're very suggestible and i'd like your pin number to your bank card and uh your mother's maiden name please <laughs> nothing says great friendship like, yeah like the fraud con- like that kind of conversation <laughs> oh god i don't do mornings especially on four hours sleep especially with a plane journey coming up mm. i don't my, my one weakness my one kryptonite is flying i don't know if i've talked about this on podcast before probably a long time ago but uh yeah i don't really like flying that much um i get a bit nervous on the plane ever since i experienced some turbulence once and the plane i was i was flying to beijing 
and we were sitting there on the plane. It was all going nice. The dinner came out. There was wine. I remember distinctly there was nice red wine being poured. And it was it was wonderful. And then the plane just suddenly shook it, dropped like a million feet, <laughs> even though it was actually more like one metre, if that. And, yeah, the plane shook. Everyone screamed. My food went everywhere. The wine, like, just flew into the air in, like a, a spray of wine all over my face. And I just remember thinking, oh, we're going to die. And now, whenever there's any turbulence, my body, like, reacts to it. I get really anxious and nervous, and I feel like it's the end, and it's horrible. <laughs> so when you're on a 12-hour and 50-minute flight, which is what I'm about to face, oh, God, I'm not in a good mood. Oh, Chris, I mean, Help. what I would say in this situation, I do say the phrase, what I would say quite a lot, um, if you're going to die, die with wine all over your face. That's a lovely way to go. <laughs> die with wine all over all your over face. All over your Worst face. Worst of all... I've got to go to Narita Airport. For those of you that know your Japan, you'll know that Tokyo is served by two airports. One is uh, Haneda Airport, which is actually right in the middle of Tokyo. Mm. It's actually, I think, 20 minutes from where I'm sitting right now. And then there's Narita, the world's <laughs> worst airport that's probably still better than Heathrow. Uh, and it's about 90 minutes to two hours away by train. Mm. And the only reason I went there is I had to choose between Japan Airlines and British Airways. And they're actually the same price, but Japan Airlines fly from uh, fly from Haneda. British Airways go from Narita, but British Airways have the brand new plane, the seven eight seven. If you know your planes, uh, and it uh, it has some sort of turbulence mitigating system. It stops. It helps with turbulence, and the plane's just nicer and newer. So I thought I'd do that. Thought I'd sacrifice airport travel time for comfort for twelve hours and fifty minutes. Yeah, but yeah, JAL is so much better than British Airways, though, Chris. I mean, you've got a... Yeah, I know. Oh, it's, I know I'm it's regret night it and day. about an hour. <laughs> I'm going to regret w- it in a few hours when I'm <laughs> sitting on a plane, getting my rubbish British Airways food and dodgy service. But <laughs> we shall see. I'll give you the full review next week when I get mm. back to London and uh, I'm sitting with you, Pete. Because, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, I am going to be sitting with the great Pete Donaldson for the next month or so in his room. Harassing him. Well, I mean, not in my room. Over podcasts. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll find a studio for us, Chris. We've got a studio. I mean, I, I wouldn't make you stay in my room. I don't even have any microphones in my room. My mic- <laughs> my room is microphone free. There are there are no broadcasts done from my bedroom. Let's make that very clear. To be honest, the picture you've painted of your bedroom over the last year of doing these podcasts <laughs> has not been flattering. <laughs> Cables everywhere. You've got shower curtains covered in post-it notes where you're studying Japanese. Mm. You've got, like, every time you, you send me pictures of your room, there's, like, a, a weird projector just projecting all over, like, your wall. Mm. And it just looks like a really retro, bizarre apartment you've got. And I, I just want to... Yeah. Um, on the one hand, I'd like to see it. On the other hand, I don't know. I think some things are best not visited. <laughs> I just like want to do little um, little puppet animals, little shadow puppets on the, on the screen. Um, uh, so you are going to be arriving in London, England, probably tomorrow evening then, presumably. Uh, it's so I leave here. I think it's like two o'clock in the afternoon, and then arrive at Crikey. I don't know. I think it's mid. I think it's four p.m. in London. Right. Oh, I hate the jet lag. I'm trying not to think about <laughs> it. I, it takes me like two what two weeks to get in sync with jet lag, and I yeah, I can't be doing it. Mm. Doing it. I um had a friend from Australia that's just come over, and their flight. I think if you fly from Australia, it's like nine to ten hours or something. But Jeez. not a, a minute of jet lag. It's like one hour's jet lag or something. Yeah. Damn them, <laughs> Australians. They get sunshine, they don't get jet lag. I guess it's cancelled out by the spiders and snakes. <laughs> if you ever visit um, if you ever visit Japan, I've always I've kind of noticed that the jet lag kind of isn't as bad as it could be because you can tec- <clears throat> technically 
stay up quite late and get up quite late because a lot of the shops in Japan they don't open till like 11 o'clock uh, 12 o'clock in, in, in some of the more more salubrious shopping areas and I always sort of yeah, think well right. well, I, I always sort of think that kind of fits in with my um, my uh, kind of routine when it comes to holidays <laughs> I do get up rather late and do stay up rather late yeah, I remember when you were here the other week, like, like a few months ago, last month. Um, you got up at like four AM and had like okonomiyaki or something. Oh yeah, from the pancake. shop. Yeah, from the um, from the uh, kombini. I went and got a bit of um, okonomiyaki, and then uh, they warmed it up in the microwave. And I tell you what, it wasn't a bad approximation of okonomiyaki. Um, Chris, the um, the um, how is the uh, how are the videos being received? Because obviously, I have never seen so many comments on Twitter about me and you together. Obviously, we do the podcast every week, but it seems that mm. your videos are surprisingly popular. <laughs> My videos are surprised. They really? I mean, you've been <laughs> surprisingly popular. I um, I always wondered. I, I was curious as to how you do rude because I thought the accent might be a hurdle. Other we've got more rude from North America. I struggle to know what you're saying. Most Double of the rude, time. triple rude. Like, when I'm when I'm doing these podcasts, ladies and gentlemen, I do have to have an interpreter sit next to me and explain <sighs> what Pete's saying. Is he coming? <laughs> Is he coming in Northern London? accent? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, you've gone down quite well, actually. Um, mm. You've gone down rather well indeed. People, because you left my I got a message. In. This guy, I get these um, people message me on Instagram messages sometimes, and I flick through them every now mm-hmm. and then. And I got one guy who messaged me in February, and in the message it says, "Hey Chris, I listened to the new podcast. I don't like that Pete guy. Mm. I don't really like him at all. He's too. He talks too fast and he sounds too happy. And it's something to that effect. That doesn't sound and I was like, like me. oh, all right. Um, <laughs> and then last week. He messaged again for the first time since February saying, mm. I've watched the videos of Pete, I like him now. And that was just it. That was literally it. Oh. So this guy messages me every six to seven months and just details just how he reviews feels about your fr- you. Just so. reviews people that you know, your colleagues and your friends. That's right. Yeah. I, I, I mean... It's, it's a strange thing. But, um, I mean, generally, yeah, you've been, you've been very well received. So cheers, mate. You well, you know, I, well, I'm just improving your channel one... Red eye at a time. We do do is in, in the next video. Don't we do, drink some red eye in the Okonomiyaki shop? The beer with tomato juice. Yes, delicious. You do. Delicious. I'm actually got to finish that video on the plane, which is going to be fun. Um, <laughs> keep me busy editing your little face. Uh, I've no idea um, for my little face over the past few weeks. <laughs> no, I'm looking forward to seeing it again. Absolutely. Oh, I might even bring you. you a Christmas present. Oh, Christmas lovely old present. job. I. I'm not. I, I'll tell you what I bought. My fashion. I'll let see if you can guess. Right. So I went out into Ginza yesterday, and I spent my Christmas budget on one thing and one thing alone for all my family and friends. Mm. And it's something you can't get in the UK. Mm. Um, it is tasty. Democracy. <laughs> oh God. Sorry. Carry on. Let's <laughs> not go there. I. <laughs> I. Um, yeah. Let's see if you can guess what it is. So I'll give you three chances. What did I buy all my fam- well, family and friends? You can't get family. it in England. <laughs> Peter Frampton's family. Um, you, um, oh, did you... like Scooby-Doo <laughs> at nine o'clock in the morning. Did you... Um, so, hang on, you can't get it in England. I'm probably going to need a little bit yeah. more than that, to be honest. It's food. It's food. And you can't... Well, it could be anything. Japan's renowned for its cuisine. It's yeah, not you, It's not coolish. You know what I'm like. Yeah, you know what you're like. It's not coolish. Oh, is it Kit Kats? It's Kit Kats. Yay! It's so many Kit Kats of different flavours I've never seen. There's Yay! like strawberries and cherry flavour and dark chocolate and sausages. It's like so many flavours. There's a 
a place. And I recommend this to everyone listening. Everyone always messages me saying, what should I buy my friends and family when I go back, Chris? Yeah. Get them a Kit Kat. Like, they don't love get it, the yeah. normal flavour. Get like the crazy variety box set and they'll love it. And uh, yeah, it's always a hit. I've got lots of Kit Kat sake boxes uh, as well. They're so quite maybe nice. I'll give you one. Although I've already let you try them. I've already bought you some on mm. the last month. So yeah, probably won't give you any. <laughs> but yeah, no, I spent all my budget on Kit Kats and now I've been trying to force it into my bag. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Thoroughly wash your manly body. Wow. The moment this podcast is done, I've got to take the microphone, dismantle it, throw it in a bag, and then run to Ueno Station. (laughs) Um, So this morning, I've literally just been chucking everything in, and I've got like maybe eight or nine boxes of Kit Kats and I've just been stuffing them in, trying to pack them in, but it won't close. I don't know what I'm going to do. It's going to be Can you not horrible. wear... There was a guy um, who... Basically, some of the budget airlines here in England, they're, um, they're, they're, a, little, uh, they're a little difficult when it comes to um, what things you can take in your overhead um, baggage and the baggage you put under your seat. They're really, really arsy about the things you can take. So one guy got a big trench coat that he owned and he got a seamstress to stitch in like a million different pockets. And so he a put all of his pants, all of his uh, uh, medical goods, uh, and basically just his entire um, kind of massive suitcase, he managed to secrete around a big old jacket. And he got through. Um, he didn't look particularly stylish. Wow. He looked like, um, you know that bit in the Ninja Turtles film that you probably can't remember because it was the late 80s, early 90s, where um, Raphael, <laughs> prote- Raphael got, in the, got in the huff uh, and he went out and had a moody evening in the streets of New York, uh, all angry and stuff, um, and he was wearing a big trench coat and a, and a hat. Um, he kind of looked a bit like that, but obviously he was off to Torremolinos or somewhere naff like that. 
<laughs> Toro Molinos of all no. places. Toro Molinos. I don't remember that. No. And that's I'm a great not. idea. <laughs> but I don't have enough time. <laughs> oh, well. Never mind. You'll have a lovely what, time. Do you want me to bring you back anything? Oh, you want anything? That? Well, the thing is, the only thing that you can get that I can't get here is Coolish. And not coolish. it is completely. Um, it's just not. It's just not happening. It's just well, it, you cannot take ice cream that far. <laughs> well, you could. Like it could be like Coolish. It comes in a pouch, right? So it mm. can become a liquid during the flight, and then I could refreeze it when I arrive. Yeah, I've tr- yeah, I've tried that though. I tried that, and it doesn't work. Well, it's disgusting. Have. It's absolutely disgusting. <laughs> I won't do it then. Uh. I mean, I forgot to mention, by the way, and this, I guess. This kind of ties into the flight, because mm. um, it happened afterwards. So last week, you might remember I talked about that story about the guy who's banging on the f- front door, mm. wakes me up every morning. Oh, yeah, Slimy McSlammerson. Um, yeah, and a lot of people actually commented. You guys sent me lots of messages saying what to do. It was quite a nice, quite a nice moment. I felt very grateful for all the support I received <laughs> from the online community. Uh, Josh Stein says, regarding the door, wake up at 630 and wait by the neighbour and stare creepily. Don't know if that's going to work. <laughs> I might consider it. Right. Just to refresh your memory, uh, every morning I get woken up by somebody with OCD. They bang their door t- 20 to 30 times to check it's locked. And the subsequent banging of the door wakes me up from 7am till 7.30am every mm. single day and drives me mental. Oh. And I don't oh, know what to dear. do because it's been going on for six months. Thankfully, that's kind of the reason I went on the cycle, just to escape for two just months. Just to get away from <laughs> the incestuous banging of the front door. My neighbour, who is so paranoid about his front door not being locked that he smashes it and bangs it over and over. Oh dear. Um, Karen says, "Hi Pete and Chris, greetings from Belgium." Chris, I might have a solution for your door banging neighbour. Mm. You see, I have misophonia if that's how you pronounce it, a condition in which negative emotions, thoughts and physical reactions are triggered by specific sounds. These sounds are apparently usually soft. It can be loud, like eating, slurping, chewing or popping gum. That's why I understand your near mental breakdown with your neighbour. If you don't want the confrontation, I suggest noise-cancelling headphones, Mm. earplugs or a white noise machine to block out the banging. Karen. And that's a great idea, Karen. Only problem is... Because my head is next to the wall, I can feel the wall move, like when he bangs the door. So it's actually like a 4D nightmare experience. It's not just the sound of the banging, it's the vibration and the movement of the room as well. So that kind of works but doesn't, but thank you. And I did actually buy some noise-cancelling earphones as well. That was more for the plane. Uh, And a lot of people did say I should try and befriend the guy, but then I decided the best option was literally just to fly to the UK for like a month. Instead, so I've done that. So I just keep running away from my problems and not confront them. Why and don't next year I will confront the situation head on and make a video about it? Mm. Why don't you try um, getting a debilitating uh, mental affliction yourself uh, and just get into the door slamming, you know, situation yourself? So when he slams it, you're like, yes, you give it a good slam. Just get into <laughs> it, man. It's like, it's like having a it's like having a girlfriend or a boyfriend who has interests. You know, just 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 go with them. Go with them. Just enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've only ever done that once. I've did that recently, actually. <laughs> I did. Like, uh, I did act act a bit mental um, or a bit crazy is the mm. best way to describe it. I uh, when I was filming uh, on the cycle, I was often filming in public, and mm. I was filming at the front of this convenience store with my friend, um, and it was like I think it must have been ten o'clock at night, and I wanted to film. I wanted to wrap up something, and yet. 
there were loads of people walking around us being loud and annoying. So what I did, I started talking really loudly. I think at one point I started just banging my head and looking really crazy just to try and get people to walk off and get away from me and the camera. Like, oh, I think I was Chris. just going, ah, I'm just like... Yeah, yeah, somebody's like, going to film you doing pretending, that. <laughs> pretending to have a mental breakdown. You'll never be allowed people. on NHK well, it kind again. Of worked. A lot of people walked <laughs> off. Um, so if you want some peace and quiet when you're filming in public in Japan, ladies and gentlemen, just falsify a mental breakdown. It does yeah. actually work. I mean, <laughs> so versatile. So versatile. <laughs> oh, 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 Chris, tomorrow, uh, tomorrow um, afternoon at 12 o'clock, Japan's biggest curry house chain, Coco Ichibanya, is opening round the corner from my house. We must go in when London. you come here in London. The largest chain of curry oh. houses, 1,777 branches in Japan. It's opening tomorrow afternoon from 12 until 11pm in the evening. Now, I can't imagine I'll be able to get a seat tomorrow. Is this like some sort of sponsorship I don't know about that you've slipped into the video? No, no, no. I just Collaborating I just, I, with Coco Tsibania. No, but I think, I, didn't Donaldson. I mention it last time? And I, I walked past it um, last week, uh, actually no, Saturday. I was like, I'm really hungry. Uh, but I had to make do with walking into Chinatown. And there's like a, there's a company that does, um, this Chinese company, maybe Taiwanese, uh, they basically deep fry everything you can imagine. Um, and I got myself <laughs> a, um, a big octopus and they just put it in batter and fry it for you. And then you can put any powder you want on it, flavour powder. So I had cheese, cheese octopus with a little Ooh, bit of uh, tofu on the side. And they just, give you, they just give you a little a greasy bag and you just um, eat it. Oh, it's so nice. Like proper Chinese street food. Not an image I want in my head as I go <laughs> to the airport. A cheesy octopus. Yes. Disgraceful. But yeah, I'm quite excited by the Coco Chibanya. I wonder how it will go down in the UK. I wonder if British people will like the taste of Japanese curry. Mm. I think they will. Yeah, massively. Well. Well, well, katsu curry's all over. Like every blummin' shop from uh, Itsu to um, uh, Wasabi, uh, two big brands over in mm, London, mm. They, 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 all, they all do their version of katsu everywhere. It, basically, katsu curry is for people who go to Japanese restaurants and can't eat any of the fish. Who go, oh, I'm scared of the fish. Well, I th- <laughs> I'm scared of cheesy octopus. <laughs> I um I think yeah I think British people will like the taste of Kokuichibanya because oh, we love curry in the UK mm. um, and also Japanese curry is kind of nice it's got a kind of fruity undertone to it hasn't it it's very sweet uh, it's and not delicate not as spicy as Indian curry but yeah it's it's sweet it's got a fruity undertone to it I like it I haven't had it in a while um, maybe I'll have that for lunch before I fly yeah why didn't why I I mean to be honest you're going to be landing on um, like later today basically so you could. Mm. Wednesday, I didn't realise it, so it's just gone over into midnight. So Wednesday, you could go down and cut the ribbon on it. Come Definitely. meet Chris Broad. He will open the Coco Ichibanya. And even if they don't what let you, way? we'll just do it ourselves. <laughs> what better way to whittle away my jet lag than by cutting the ribbon on a <laughs> <laughs> on a curry store? Yeah, on a, on a curry shop. I'll pop down. Brilliant. It's my it's my work I'll Christmas be... party. I'll be very hungover. <laughs> I'll need oh, a curry. God. <laughs> that would be quite a nice a, a nice way of being back in the UK. I can yeah. imagine a, a nicer way to kick things off, really. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm curious to hear, though, guys, what are you... If you could have one item... And this is to listeners, mm. not to Pete. What? If you could have one item from Japan for Christmas, what would it be? Hentai. If you could have one thing from Santa Claus, <laughs> Japanese Santa Claus, Takeshi Claus, what would it be? One thing, <laughs> one item. Let us know in the... A Born Japan podcast email mm. and uh, we'll read them out next week I'm always curious it sounds like I'm setting up some sort of bespoke brilliant competition to actually give you these gifts but I'm not I'm just going to read them out lovely old job um, 
But that's pretty much it for now, guys. We have to cut it short because I'm literally going to get a plane now. That's no exaggeration. <laughs> you have no idea gonna... <laughs> what time budget Chris has given us for this show. And he, he has so little time before he goes to the airport. It's bloody hilarious. It is. That would be such a great way to miss my flight, recording your Abroad Japan podcast. <laughs> Worth it. Speaking to Pete Donaldson. Worth it, mate. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm looking forward to being in the UK, and I will tell you all how I feel about being in the UK next week, as well as talk a bit more about Christmas in Japan yeah. and my experiences, because that was what we were originally going to talk about today, Christmas in Japan, but we kind of went off on a tangent mm. and talked about everything else. Yeah. But for now, guys, thanks for listening. Let us know what you want for Japanese Christmas. And uh, I guess we'll see you next week. And I'll see you next week in person, Mr. Donaldson. And do watch out on YouTube, guys, because we've got the Osaka video with Pete coming out in the next day or two. And it's a good one, a really, really awesome one. There's a, a retro 80s music video montage, which I'm particularly excited about, and hopefully you will be too. But for now, guys, that's it. Have a great week, and we'll see you next time. Have a good one. Bye! And now I've got to run. <laughs> run, I'm Chris, running. run! 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 We'll get the train. Come and go. flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.